Welcome to the Freedom Bus, a place where dreams and adventures have endless possibilities and mom's dreams can come to reality. I'm Elizabeth Martin and I'm a licensed acupuncturist, mindful mompreneur, coach, creator of the Five Elements of Freedom course and host of the Freedom Freedom Bus podcast, a podcast where we interview real moms and in finding freedom and balance in their life's work while navigating raising amazing humans. So today we, I'm so excited to have this guest because um, she is is the one that sold me the bus and you know I really want to let her creative creativeness kind of live on you know we're kind of tra- she passed me the torch so I Aww. have <laughs> I have Catherine Ovejas here and she is the creator of apartment 84 um apartment 84 bus which was the previous bus that before I bought it and then the creator and director of pop-up speakeasy a new business that her and her partners have created and um, she of course is a mompreneur so I love having you here I want to hear more about your story so really this is just a free flow opportunity I've my audience would love to hear um, you know a little bit about your life and like I want to first start out with um you know, your vision with the, with the bus, like when you first created it, I really love your story. So (laughs) I feel like our mom entrepreneurs would love to hear why you created the bus. Thank you. No, thank you so much for having me. This is a true honor. And I honestly, it's emotional for me. (laughs) It really is because you've done your baby too. You've done such a beautiful job and gosh, you guys have to see it. It's beautiful. (laughs) Um, but yes, so for me, the bus was a creative outlet. It was a creative outlet for me coming out of a dark space. And, um, you know, when you're transitioning from one life years after years of years, you do need a little bit of a change. And that change for me, the healthiest way to do it is to be creative. Yeah, for sure. Everyone does it differently. Yeah. No. I love it. <laughs> well, yeah, for those of you who don't know, so, you know, what I love about Catherine is that she, you know, tell us the name of the bus. So the, the name is, was Apartment 84, and that stemmed from um, really just sitting down and drawing with my children, and my, and my daughter made a sketch, and she wrote her initials, my son's initials, and she put this number eight and eight, four, and she said, I'm eight, Cree is four. Aww. And I said, wait a minute, that's going to be the name of the bus. And that was when the bus was launched, really. Yeah. So it was Apartment 84. You know what's crazy? Um, And I don't think I shared this with you, but how long ago did you, when when did you start creating this? When, how long ago did you create the bus? Um, Do you know what year it was? So we launched it, what was that? 2018? 2018. So that was around the time, like, I always knew that I wanted to have a converted bus, but I remember seeing your bus, like, in particular, because, you know, you're on Long Island, and I'm like, this is amazing, and I love the fact that you're, you know, you're a single mom, and I was like, I love that bus so much, I loved how you designed it, and it was, like, literally, like, on my vision board, like, this is, this is the kind of bus that I want, (laughs) and, and now here it is, and now, you know, years later, I was like, I was like, there's no chance that, you know, you know, that's such a beautiful boss that, you know, I, I had imagined, you know, that you were going to hold on to it for a while. So, you know, I love that you have a lot of different creative outlets. So um, it's pretty amazing that, you know, I feel like God gives you or universe gives you the things that you That makes that me happy. That really does. <laughs> for now, sure. that, that, that just warms my heart. Yeah. So, yeah. So tell me a little bit about... Um, so tell me a little bit more about um, your new business and, and how you're handling that as a mom and and a creative director. 
Absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, again, what my vision is to create with Pop-Up Speakeasy, it's a selfie studio. Yes. And selfie studios are somewhat of a new concept. And and, and our team, we, we take a little bit of our different spin on it. If mm-hmm. you know what it is, it, it's a fun, creative space with different themes. You can wear different outfits and, and make it affordable for, for people to do photo shoots as opposed to spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars, which not to say there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Right. You, those are amazing. I've, I've done it in the yeah. past. And, um, but people want to access these beautiful studios and different themes and, and also make it an experience. So you come with your family, your friends, and I love it. I've seen gonna, pictures. It's going to be oh, so excited. Yes, you're, you're definitely coming. <laughs> that, pink, uh, that pink, uh, VW bus is amazing. Yes. I mean, that alone, yeah. um, is, is a theme and a vibe all on its own. I mean, we could just stick that anywhere and that becomes a whole photo shoot, but it's part of the studio. For sure. So yeah. we're giving people an ac- access to that um, that vehicle and you can pose inside, you can pose outside, you can probably do 100 photos just alone in that, in that van. I love your ability to tap into n- new markets because this is something that no one else has done. So, you know, that I've known of. Uh, it's the first it, one in New York. Yes. It's the first one in Long Island for sure. Um, not to say there's not um, other experiential type museums. Um, you know, there's the Friends experience and things like that. Those are more, I would say, artistic creations and, and slash museum type experiences and and not really selfie studios we have ring lights we have you know it's built for you to take selfies interest ready tiktok ready right? it it really is we (laughs) want you to come in we want you to dance we want you to sit upside down on a chair you know you can't wait to see it you can do crazy (laughs) things in there i love that i love that yeah so um, you know, one of the things my audience would love to know, I know as a, as an, as an entrepreneur and as a mom, like, I know one of the hardest things was getting started. Um, so can you kind of think back of like, w- was the, was the bus one of your first entrepreneur things? Or I, I would imagine you had other, when did you become an entrepreneur? Yeah, I, we, you know, um, with my ex-husband, I'm, I'm divorced, but, um, we opened a gym in okay. Queens many, many years ago. And the funny thing is when we first opened, I was pregnant. Okay. I was pregnant and we had no clients and we were literally walking up and down the streets of Queens putting flyers in and, and here I am with this big belly, you know, Love it. <laughs> like putting flyers on people's cars and being that annoying person, you know. So as you were birthing your child, you're, you're birthing this new yeah. business. And so, so we, 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 we did that and, um, and then um, it did, it did well and we decided to expanded and go from 1,000 square feet to 5,000 square feet. And in the middle of that, yeah. I was pregnant again. Right, right. Well, I know, <laughs> you know, something that I'm seeing is that some of, some of the, my, my moms are like, but I can't do it because I'm pregnant or because I'm having a child. Like, what was your push for you to, to do this? You know, like, what was your why? why? Why were you doing this even though you were pregnant or because you were pregnant? or It was, you know, our vision for our family at the time was yes. I was working a corporate job. Right. Um, you know, I was working at Google at the time and, and commuting from Long Island to the city and envisioning what is that going to look like with a newborn right. and how am I going to, 
how am I going to manage that? When will I have time for my babies? Right, right. So in a sense, uh, you did this for your children. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And and at the time, I also wanted to have time for my husband. I wanted to have, you want that work-life that balance, that dream, that holy grail. Yes. Every mom wants it, you yes. know. And there's going to be that time period where you're putting everything in and you won't have time to yourself. You won't, you know, for me, what happened, like I probably didn't work out as much as I could. I was exhausted. Right, right. I was commuting to the city, running a business. I had a newborn. Right. So I mean, there's transitions I was, to everything. I was pumping breast milk in a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do those things. I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was not my happiest moments. Yes, yes. But was it worth it? Was it worth doing all that? At the time it was. I mean, yes. it turned out my marriage wasn't that great. But yes. He, I can relate to that. Live so and I learn. Get it. You live and learn. <laughs> yes. And and if anything, I came out stronger. Um, I found myself again. Hmm. Yeah. Something that um, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, first of all, I feel like entrepreneurs, in a, you know, entrepreneurs are artists. That's what I see. You know, it's it's our creative way of 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 us, like our life's purpose. And um, but we're we're different, right? We it, you have to be a pretty pretty strong person to become an entrepreneur. Sometimes you know to take that leap. It's, the it's risk, a big leap of faith, <laughs> for sure, right? You you do balance it, it yes. the risk versus rewards, but you still have to take that leap. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and something, and even being a mom, just a mom in itself, just even if you're not an entrepreneur, is a pretty big feat. What I've learned, I was like, you know, I didn't think that uh, it was gonna be. I thought, you know what you t- everyone tells you oh my gosh it's ho- you know not hard but just it's a lot you know and I'm like yeah, I could do this I've you know I've I've run a business I've done this but then I remember that moment of having a child and I'm like oh I'm not going to be able to go back full time <laughs> I was like okay this is a you know this is a a lot of work raising a human being it was so. I don't know how I did that I, yeah. I and I don't know how it's the commute killed me yeah. you know the commute and the long hours right. and to think that I needed to even hire babysitters while I was working, it killed me. Right, it right. really killed me. But you got through it, right? And then now, then you, then you created the bus, and now you have the speakeasy with your partners. What were some of the things that you know? How do you balance it? Like, what is a typical schedule for you? Do you have like quarters or like you know, like you had mentioned before? Like sometimes you just have to grind, right? And then it's that time period, and then there's other times where you're taking care of self. So yeah. how do you manage that? Like, what is a typical schedule for you? God, it, it's That's an amazing question. Yeah. And I, I, I wish someone had a magic pill to, to tell me their secret too, because I'm not going to say that I have I have a secret. Right, uh, right. I don't have the secret sauce. Yes. Um, I, I go with the flow. I do what I need to do. And if that means my kids don't want to go to bed and I put them to bed and after they're finally asleep, I'm on my laptop yes, working on the website mm-hmm. and doing marketing. And handling accounting. I love it. No, it's real for sure. No one is the same. Everyone, you know, manages it differently. And that's that's really the point. I want people to just know that there's many ways of doing it for sure. (laughs) Everything is doable. um, And there are going to be, you know, you get the mom guilt Mm -hmm. because. Always. You get get the mom guilt. You're, you know, you're away and you're, you're trying to run a business or you're trying to go to meetings or be on the phone. And then there's your kid. And now with homeschooling, it's even harder. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You know, I'll, I'll literally be on a phone call and there's my child screaming, mommy, what's 20 (laughs) times? Like. How do I, I'm like, oh my. Or I get the like, mommy, now they're younger. They're like, mommy, wipe my hiney. And I'm like in the middle of a conference call or something. I I have 
You know, I always think of that that viral video of that guy, the BBC reporter, oh gosh, and the child remember. running in, and and he's like trying to block it, and, and he's like, like, "Nope, you can't see it. This like, is real. <laughs> it's real. It's real." But that's who we are. These are the parts of who we are, and yeah. we have to show that. I think as moms, we think we have to be perfect, and. You know, I think there's a lot of mom shaming too, you know, like, and, but which I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to change like moms helping other moms grow and it's succeed. It's a shame. And- <laughs> should never, there should never be any shame for the way you do things versus I do things. Right. Exactly. You, it works different for us. You all manage. For sure. For sure. You know? So what are some of the things that you do to kind of prepare you for your day? Do you have any ritual or routine, even if it's just like a self-care you know, regiment. What is, what are some of the things that you do to care, care for yourself? I could do a better job of that. Honestly, I used to, I used to really put aside more time for the self-care, for the workouts, for the pre-prepped meals and, and, and things like that. And, and, you know, at this very moment, no, I'm not doing a great job of that. There's been a lot of, no, there's been a lot of takeout. There's been a lot of, uh, me too. Not we working out. Um, sometimes, yeah. sometimes we cook. Sometimes it's takeout. <laughs> no, there, I get it. Yeah. Um, get there's, it. you know, homework that's being missed because I can't sit down with my kid and he's only in first grade. Yeah. And uh, I can't be, I can't be everything. And that's the thing is that you have to almost let it go and say, not everything's going to work out. Not everything is going to be perfect. Okay. Oops. We're late with homework. And they're going to be good no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be good I, I can't I, <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so what do you what do you think the you know for our listeners like what are what is something that you overcame that you learned from that you feel like that you grew from is there one big challenge that you faced in your life and and tell us how did you how did you get through it I, I think for me is that there there was the very dark moment where you want to be whatever it is, a perfect wife, a per- perfect mother, and then you, you try to follow society's norms of what that is. Right. And you, f- you lose sight of really who you are mm-hmm. and what makes you happy and what makes you passionate. And that that's the scariest thing. Like, never go there. If you ever feel yourself going in that direction right. because you think you need to fit in a box or mm-hmm. be this type of person and be that, don't. People don't look at Instagram pictures and, yeah. and post and, and think, oh, my goodness, everything is perfect. It's not. Yeah. It really isn't. Right. It's everyone. I I post, you know, oops and things. and like <laughs> I love it. Like, it's real. It's, it's raw. Real. It's real. Like, it's raw. Oh, my goodness. Things happen. But speaking of Instagram posts, I literally used to stalk your Instagram, the Apartment 84, and just Aww. be like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so – um, is there anything else that you feel like the listeners, our listeners would not, would want to know? Um, oh, you know what? I always like to ask this question. What is your why? Like your why for like what you're doing? I know we talked about it a little bit before, but your selfish why and then your selfless why? Um, cause you know, as heart centers entrepreneurs, a lot of times, you know, and I consider you that because you're, you're providing a service for people that can't, you know, maybe afford those, those bigger photo shoots like you had, like you had talked about. I really think that is a, is really key component to what you're doing. You're not only using your, you're using your creativity, not only to, like you said, heal yourself, but also to help others, like really just give access and, and something fun, like what I've noticed is like the, at least the two businesses that you spoke about, um, you know, the bus is just such a fun thing. I remember you had mentioned to me, like, 
you know what, when you drive this thing, you're going to make a lot of friends <laughs> because it's such a unique thing. And, and this uh, pop-up speakeasy uh, business that you're doing as well, it seems like it's very creative and you're also giving access to something, you know, for the greater good for, for people to have fun and like in such a hard time right now. It, so. it is. People are craving just things to do right now. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's rough. And we live in a, in a state that's really, really tightened up their buckles and and we are, New York (laughs) is tight right now. Um, and people are tight. So (laughs) we need to go out there and express ourselves in a fun and creative, affordable way. Yes. The, the concept of pop-up speakeasy being a selfie studio and there, there may be some negative connotations when people think of selfies or selfie studios and, and, I just want to kind of put the kibosh on that because right. there's nothing wrong with a selfie. Yeah. It's not about... Everybody's doing selfies these days. <laughs> Everyone, goodness gracious, grandmas are doing it. Come on. Yes, get, with it. A, get with the program. <laughs> and it's not about being vain. It's right. not about um, focusing on, even though it's called selfie, it's not It's not just about you. It's, it's, it's an expression of creativity, just like art is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, no one shames artists. Yeah. That's another form of art. So why are we shaming influencers? Why are we shaming people that take selfies and feel good about themselves? Confidence should be praised. Absolutely. We're going to change that. We're going to change that with the pop-up speakeasy for sure. (laughs) Let's bring out more confidence in our kids. Let's make everyone praise each other. Let's let's band together as groups and say, hey, that looks awesome. That looks great. Yeah, you look great. You know, instead of being so hateful and, yeah. and 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 we need to get away from that yeah we're gonna change that narrative yeah. for sure for sure um so yeah we, you know what are some of the things that you you know uh, you know we always talk about like when raising children it takes a village um and then I know for me personally it takes even more than a village when you're running a business too you know so some of the things that I have for support you know I have someone that helps teach my children I have a team Um, And then, you know, you had mentioned you have partners, like, what are some of the things that you do for your support? Like, who is your support team in order to be able to be a mom and and an entrepreneur? I I am, I am blessed um, to have family, immediate family. I have my mother, I have sisters, brothers, they have cousins, and they all live here in New York. and, And it's a blessing. And, and for everyone that doesn't have that, I know there's challenges because then you have to look for outside help. Right. There were many, many years where I went through a variety of different babysitters um, just because I had to commute and I didn't have the time and, and I didn't like it. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you, you know, I would imagine, though, they became pretty independent, though, because they've been able to you know, kind of navigate, you know, and also seeing mom work, mom, mom do the grind and do the thing. You know, I really feel like you're going to raise amazing human beings with that. (laughs) I try to also, um, even when we, when I started the gym with my ex-husband, my husband at the time, right. One of the reasons why we chose that type of environment was we could bring our kids there. Right. 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 And so they grew up in a very healthy way and they still go, you know, they go to the gym and yes. they watch people work out it's healthy That's you know great. yeah for sure so same thing with the bus my kids came we I mean I, I took them camping and everything yeah. um but <laughs> they would come to festivals and love they it. would do photo shoots with me and and I love seeing them in your videos like I, I watched like an I think you did you were on news 12 with the with the bus and 
you did a video and I, and they were in the background, you know, kind of hanging out and being part of it. I love that you included them in that. And that's really what I vision with my children too yeah. is, you know, even though we're doing this podcast, but the, the real vision is to, to travel with them and really explore the world, explore the country with them. And, you know, um, you gave me that inspiration with, you know, having your children you, part of you it. You can do this <laughs> with, with children. Yes. That's, that's the, that's the thing I love about it. And even with pop-up speakeasy is, I already told my kids, I said, okay, we're, we're going to, it's going to be launching soon. We're going to do a photo shoot for us. Yeah. Um, uh, it's Mother's Day. I said, because my children will not take pictures sometimes. <laughs> so, so you're like, okay. So I have to good. give them a reason for the, why are we taking pictures, mommy? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> how, how old are they now? My daughter just turned 11 and okay. my son turned seven. Okay. So, so this is part of their generation. Like it's just going to be part of it. Like the, you know, doing the selfies and, you know, I feel like that's the world that we're going into is just, is being part of being influencers. That's how advertisement is going. Yeah. Now, and being right? an influencer yeah. is a real job. I, yeah. I don't knock influencers. Right. They're, they, they're, they're working hard and, um, for sure. <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah, they're posting three, four times a day. Guess what, guys? They're making money. Yeah. They're well, you're an money. influencer, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, 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 that's the way the world's going, so. It, it is. I'll do business collabs. I'll do pictures with, with. I mean, I'll say if someone gave me a free outfit, I'll right. say it, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, it's good. You it's, have to be honest, yeah. have integrity. That's the way of the world. If they see something that they like or if somebody that they really, um, you know, love, they're going to listen to the things that you're doing and you're just doing what you're doing. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, as long, I, to me, as long as you're keeping it authentic and real, um, and you're not promoting things that you wouldn't otherwise, I would never, I don't smoke, I don't vape. Right. Um, I'm not, I would never, you know, if someone said, Oh, can you promote my vaping? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't vape. Yeah. You have to do what you, what, what feels right for you. Yeah. For sure. Um, so I know that you had mentioned, uh, you know, you had mentioned, you know, like I said, having partners and, um, you know, having support and really, you know, what are some of, and something that you had mentioned, I remember when I went to see the bus and I remember I said to you, I was like, I just have to like meditate with it. And you're like, I love that. And like, you said that you're all about like the good juju vibes and all that kind of stuff, which makes me um, think that, you know, I, I think. I know for me personally, like it doesn't, um, you know, I grew up Catholic, um, but I, I don't, I consider myself, myself more spiritual at this point. Oh, same. Yeah. yeah. So you had mentioned that you, you're very spiritual as well. So something that I've noticed in entrepreneurs um, and moms is that they usually have some sort of spiritual practice that they're doing. Is that, is that something that you do in order to kind of, you know, connect with, you know, your creativity? For, for me, sometimes it's just a moment of, yeah my my me time yes and and that me time can be one o'clock in the morning yes can, whenever I can can get it or sitting in the car and just thinking and relaxing and right um we don't get that as as moms mm. um as business owners that are moms it's, you have to create it for sure <laughs> those those moments I've gone to well I would say pre-covid mm-hmm I would go on business trips and one of the things I would love to do is have a meal by myself Yeah, and sit there and I have these weirdos coming up to me and trying to like have lunch with me and I'm sitting there trying to have my me time, you know, it's got to have good boundaries for sure. And, and I think people find it odd that, that 
some people can enjoy moments alone. Mm. They say when you can sit with yourself, you are, you know, you're you're more spiritual. You're able to, you know, you're more grounded in yourself. Like, I don't think we spend enough time alone. Like, I think not even just moms. Like, we all, you know, are go, 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 especially as New Yorkers. Like, we just go all the time, and we forget to reflect. But it's in the reflection that you really create. No. At least that's what I see. It, it yeah. It's it's important to me, at least. And, and that's part of my... Um, ability to focus. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of a healing time. It's, it's, it's that downtime where, I mean, let's be honest, as, as entrepreneurs, as female entrepreneurs, our mind goes a million miles a minute. I I don't think I've ever met another mompreneur that has not had that, you know, we go to bed, we probably have a million things in our head. Absolutely. Yes. So how do you handle it? Do you write it down? Do you just do Sometimes you I do. <laughs> I have notes in my iPhone. Right. Um I have notes from a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and I look back at them like what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, oh my God, that's cre- That's a genius thing. I'm like, how could I forget about that? It's good to write your thoughts down. Sometimes sure. it's just yeah. um names or concepts that I like. Yeah. Um even with Pop Up Speakeasy, when I was thinking of the different themes, I kind of named them and vision envisioned them in my brain. Yeah, how did you come up with this idea? Like, it's so different for me. Yeah. I the concept is not anything new. Mm-hmm. Um, it's somewhat new. You're not going to see many of them right now. Right. In a couple of years, you probably they, they probably will. Um, there's been experimental things that you know. Um, what is who does it? I'm trying to think. Um, you know, there was the Rosé Mansion. That was something that happened in the city, I think, a couple of years ago. And that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Cool. Um, Refinery 21, they did uh, 29 rooms, mm-hmm. which I've always been kind of obsessed about, but I could never get tickets to. Right. <laughs> Whenever they would open it up, the tickets would sell out in 10 minutes and you couldn't even get in. And the yeah. line would wrap around the block. It, right. <laughs> people want immersive, creative things. Mm, for sure. I, it's the creators that run, run the world. But, you know, with, with creativity, I think what we need is uh, always a balance of, of structure, too. So is there – what is – how do you – when you have ideas, how do you bounce them off? How do you keep them organized? Like, because there's one thing to have all these ideas, you know, I think, um, especially as creative, you know, people. Yeah. Like, there's always so many ideas. But being an entrepreneur is actually taking those ideas and taking action on that. So – um, I hope you don't mind, but I saw that you, you were a math, you were very good at math. So like, that's a very structured thing. Like, it seems like you do have that creative brain, but you also have Oh, I was the biggest geek you could imagine. (laughs) Um, you know, I, I grew up in an Asian household. It's, it's, you, you have to do, you have to do a hundred percent on all your tasks. You (laughs) have to. Did you have the dragon mom or whatever? What is it called? It was my, my dad really. Like I would, I would come home and if I got a 99 and a test, he would literally say, what happened to the 1%? (laughs) Oh my gosh. So is that part of like how you grew up is just making sure that you, when you do something, you do it good. It's a, yeah. I think it's a cultural thing. Right. I, I, I have to say, I, I really do think it's a cultural thing. I'm not like that with my kids. I grew up American, yeah. you know, um, but it's, um, so the point I could have, I could have gone the route of becoming a doctor, lawyer or marrying a doctor or lawyer. Either right. one is totally acceptable in an Asian household. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, I love it's, it. It's, <laughs> You either become it or you marry it. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so how do your how does your family like what you've created with Speakeasy and the bus and have they been have they been supportive in in your vision? Well, even with the bus, you know, everyone yes. scratches their head in the beginning and they they, they <laughs> like I, you want to do what? <laughs> I think I've already developed that I kind of do my own thing yes. and, and to my Love family it. it's like she does her own thing. <laughs> She's that's how she is. <laughs> I have to say my family's pretty similar when I first started out. Um, my mom is a, is a teacher and she's, she's an amazing teacher. She did a special education. And then um, my father's not in my life, but my, my brother is a computer programmer and they were both like, you know, you need to go to college and get a real degree. Cause I was like, I'm going to be an acupuncturist. They're like, no, get a real degree. What is that? <laughs> um, but you know what? Like something that I've realized is that no matter what other people say, especially your family, like, they love you, but you have to create your own path. Like, and that's the beauty of finding who you are is like, really that's what I want for my kids. Expressing that, right. You know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm blessed because I do have a, a family as much as they'll scratch their head or, or, or <laughs> maybe some people might think I'm crazy. It's okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, and, yeah. But at the end of the day, they all support me yeah. and that's all I care about. And you're the trailblazer as well, you know? So they, sometimes usually the things that you do that are very different can be, can be criticized in the beginning but then later on you're you're you know you're the leader you're the like okay then you're the one like oh tell me how to do it <laughs> right I, I you know we all as entrepreneurs we've seen that picture of 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 um what is it um Bezos in his little office oh with gosh. the Amazon yes. poster written in like I don't know sharpie Amazon yes, yes. <laughs> I love it I love it yeah I want to know more because I always get that it's like why didn't you just get an RV? Like, why did you get a school bus? I'm like, because a school bus is just, it's unique. It's, it's creative. It's, you know, it's safer, you know, it is, it's all those things. It's, it's all those things. And, um, you know, I could have gone the easy way and done an Airstream and, you know, just get an RV or something or or just got it. The RVs to me, I don't know. They, they, so why a unless they were vintage yes. the new rvs to me they don't speak to me no. i i look at them and i'm like oh there's no soul Generic. there's no <laughs> it, it it doesn't make me melt i it, know it same i was like no it has to be a school bus so why why a school bus like why did you why did you end up why did you choose a i mean besides bus? the the aesthetics of it yeah. I, I don't know the whole schooling movement to me it's just, I'm enamored yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. And when you look at what other people have done and the creativity and the fact that it's such a, it's an actual a community. Yes. Right now. That's what I've been loving as I've been part of the Facebook groups and everything. And just everyone is, you know, so quick to like tell you what they do. You know, I, I don't live on the bus full time, but it is, it is something maybe down the line, you know, maybe years from now, but it's pretty cool how, you know, the efficiency of things that they do in order to, and, and the life that they live, you know, it's, it is, I love it. <laughs> it. I mean, good for them. They really do. I mean, I, I love that you call it the freedom bus because the people <laughs> that are living the schooly life, they are free. They really are free. Financially, they're free. They, they can travel. They can pick and choose where they want to live and how they want to live. And yeah, isn't that the dream? That really is. I mean, to me, I think the most valuable thing is the experiences that you that you go through rather than, you know, education and experiences you can't take away. You know, material possessions and things can always be lost or, you know, you can lose them, but you can never take away the experiences that you have. And that was one of the things why I wanted the bus as well is I just want my children to experience life and and 
you know, travel and see their mom having fun doing it, you know, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you have to be an adult, right? You can stay a kid as long as you can, (laughs) right? (laughs) For sure. Um, And the kids will have the memories. They're going to grow up. Maybe they, they won't know really what's happening as you're taking them around and having these moments and memories but when they get older they're gonna say do you know what I did with my mom yeah yeah and I don't know if you've ever heard this but somebody's I I read somewhere that like kids really you know by the time they're seven like they're really soaking it like they're super impressionable and like what you do is like a framework and how they're gonna live their life so if you, you know, what you expose them to and like what the norm, that's going to become the norm for them, you know, so. Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah, I so up that. until the age seven, you really get these imprints, like these energetic imprints. So, you know, I really, what I'm hoping, and I won't know, you know, that's one of the things with being a mom is you don't really know if you're doing a good job <laughs> um, until they're older, if they're able to really do those things. So, you know, one of the things I aspire to do is have my children really live their purpose and live their dreams and you know, I'm trying to show them that that way. So uh, how do you think your children respond to, you know, your businesses? And I know you said they're very involved. How do you think that they, what are your visions of what they're going to become when they're older? (laughs) What are you hoping? You know, my my kids already have told me, they said, you know, we're not going to go to college. And I said, listen, if if you choose that as your path, that's fine with me. I'm not going to force you Right. To follow the path of the society yeah. or mainstream, you know. But now all those Go to college, get married, have kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I did it. Yeah. I did that path. Right. And. You weren't feeling And on paper, yeah. on paper, it probably looked like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. You know. I did the same. I did the same. I, I you know, had kids, got married. Same thing, like my business, I was six months pregnant when uh, I had my business for six months and then I found out I was pregnant and so did the thing and got married and, you know, I don't think I really found myself, but, yeah. you know, like you did what you were supposed to do. And it's right? never too late. And yeah. it's never too late. Yeah. I, 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 goodness, it's, you know, I, I think that you can really pivot in the right direction at any moment in your life. Right. I agree. For sure. Yeah. It doesn't matter what age. It doesn't matter what age, what your circumstances are. I mean, you could come from from sheer poverty and pivot. Yeah. I love that you pivoted with the speakeasy. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We have to. You have to figure it out or this is the way I think of it. Either you figure it out or you lay down. Right. Lay down and people will walk all over you and you're going to be miserable. Right. Right. So you have to fight for your freedom. Uh, right you do you know, you it's your find. it's your life and then as a mom mm-hmm. you're right you're you it's your life but you you also have that responsibility to create and help create the life for your children Absolutely. and when I mean by that I don't mean giving them things or providing for them yes of course I have to pro- provide for them for sure yeah of course <laughs> I mean we live in a world where money matters but yes um at the end of the day I want to spend time with them right yeah, the time is the most valuable thing as yeah. well. And what you do spending, you know, what you do with your time, how you spend your time is really going to make you who you are. And I know for me, like as an entrepreneur and, and my, you know, my, my mother raised me really to find what I love to do, even though, you know, she maybe wasn't so keen on me doing and being an acupuncturist and massage therapist in the beginning, but she was super supportive in find your passion awesome. and, and find a way to make the money with your passion. 
Um, so, you know, you're, what you're doing for work is how you spend the majority of your time. So you may as well do what you love, right? <laughs> and you want to teach your children to do that as well. And you need to find what they, what their passions are and, and what those things are. And I think something I've learned is it, it can take a lifetime to just even figure it out. What is your purpose? Like what, what are you here to do? And entrepreneurship is definitely an expression of that. Um, but I, I love that you're showing your children to pave their own path and you're, you know, we're in the end, we're just containers for them, right. To, to grow and, you know, take care of them, but also allow them the space to grow in, in what their journey is. I'm trying. I'm, I am trying with them. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Do, do, am I right at this moment <laughs> no spending perfect. a lot of time with them? I'm not, but I'm yeah. probably spending more time with them than parents that work nine to five and commute. Um, yeah. And they don't, at this moment, I don't think they realize that. I even said, I said, do you know that a lot of parents will wake up in the morning mm -hmm. and leave every day and not come home until night? Yeah. Yeah. And and they go, oh, I, we, we know, we know. And I said, no, I don't think you do know. I don't think you realize that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks different for everyone. Yeah. So whatever. And you know what? Everything is, is phases and transitions. And you know what? I know for me, too, like sometimes there's more times where I'm like really into work, like I'm doing interviews or I'm doing more. I'm treating more patients. Um, and then there are certain phases where I'm like, OK, like my kids might need more more of my attention now and I'll kind of go backwards. And, and that's just part of it. Like I used to think like, oh, I have to be perfect in both. But it's okay to have phases and transitions and like, you know, sometimes you just need to focus more on certain things. It's and, true. And it's, you know, it's a juggle. It's it's a, throwing the balls in the air, but you have to enjoy the process, right? You know, in the end, if you're doing what you love, you're teaching your children to do what they love, right? Uh, we need to yeah. do the things, you know, and heal ourselves for our future generations, right? We need to continue the process of doing what we love because at the end of the day you're you come home fulfilled right it would be what's the difference when you worked in a nine to five coming home versus doing what you're actually passionate about I know for me I feel a lot more fulfilled and yeah. filled up. and I get it and 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 not to not to knock it because I did it for yeah. whatever how many years right but everyone I think the fear is that if you do take the risk and you go off on your own obviously there's the money risk but then they always say, well, I'm leaving a very secure job. But right. at the end of the day, nothing is secure. And we know that now with COVID. Like, yeah. we know that companies can shut down. We know that you, there can, is get, no guarantee. you can work at a job for 15, 20 years, solid, right, and be let go or the company shuts down. Right. No, it's true. It's true. So you may as well be doing, you know, putting that time and effort into something that you created and you want and, you know. Help your family, right? <laughs> right, and, exactly. And, and don't forget, we have the worst maternity leave in all of the in in the entire world. So, oh my God, I hate that. That you know, um, you know, being a Chinese, yeah, I practice Chinese medicine, so um, you know, I know, and culturally, like, you're it's meant we're meant to have a village to take care of our children. You know, in Chinese culture, like, you're not even supposed to leave the house like after you have a child, right? You can't even, you're not even supposed to like shower. Like you're supposed to just take care of the baby and then your family takes care of, you know, you. Yeah. Um, but we don't have that in America. It's like, okay, six weeks, you back to work, back you know? To work. <laughs> and it was like 180 days, like 40 days. The first 40 days is the most crucial for a mother after they have a child. We do not follow that at all in American society. And what I teach my patients is that, you know, you re those first 40 days are crucial to how your body's going to respond for the rest of your life. So 
um, being a mama, you kind of, you go through battle having a child. So it's so important to take care of yourself you afterwards. Have to t- your, your, <laughs> for sure. Your body's been through so much and emotionally you've been through a lot. And, yeah. and, and I, either way, I, if you've naturally had a natural birth, if you had a C-section, either way, you've been through a lot. You're literally went through a trauma. Yeah. yeah. So it's important to take care of yourself. So, and surround yourself by those people. It's great that you have the family support and I know not everyone has it, but no, it is. It, I have the family support as well, and I fill in when I can with with babysitters or teachers. Right. Um, you just find the, the team that you need. Um, so before we end, I know we only have a few more minutes, um, but did you have a chance to take the quiz to find out what element archetype you were? I did. I think okay. it said um, fire. Fire? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So did it make sense to you when you fun. got That's it? That's a yes. great quiz. Did you make that up? Or I did. did you? <gasps> I did. Yeah. So fire, a fire person is like super energetic. They have, you know, you probably can go, go, go forever. Like oh, I can. Oh, Lots absolutely. of ideas, yeah. like super energetic, like the life of the party, <laughs> someone that like <laughs> loves to connect others and like, yeah, so that sounds like you. Yeah. So fires are are really great for um, starting, you know, vision. So it really makes sense that you're, you know, you have this um, unique business um, coming out. (laughs) So, and also from the bus. So, um, but fire people, you need to watch out for your heart because, you know, you have a tendency to burn the candle at both ends. I do. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You're, gosh, gosh, how do you know these things? (laughs) So you have to make sure that you surround yourself with water whenever you're feeling like the the craziness. I know you had mentioned, uh, you know, a lot of thoughts and, and things and you're staying up late. Um, you know, it's important to surround yourself with like water energy. So even if you just go to the water, go to the beach or, um, drink something salty, you know, um, put a little bit of salt in some water. Salt is the flavor of, of water elements. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, you always try to find a balance. So if you're having too much fire, add some water into your life and make sure you're drinking oh water. Gosh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> For sure. But that's what makes you unique. And that's what, you know, as with the five elements, you know, we have to have a balance and everyone is a different part of society. So, yeah. and also, you know, you have the five elements within your system. So it's important that as a society, you know, you're really living your unique authenticity and, you know, fire, fire type personality is who you are. And that's, that's what's so great about you is your unique personality and being able to start things. And, you know, you just want to make sure you surround yourself with the right support of people that are maybe some more water people that are water people are like very easygoing and relaxed and, you know, kind of go I with the water. flow. I I, I, mean, I don't know. You know, now I know there's water people, there's fire people. It's it's, it's interesting, right? Yeah, I love um, it. So, Catherine, is there anything that you'd like to leave our audience with? Like something that, um, you know, something that you've learned or some sort of experience? Um, what would you like to, to tell the mom entrepreneur community? For me, um, what works for me right now is really just giving you that chance to find whatever that passion is and take that risk. Mm-hmm. It Sometimes it's a calculated risk. Sometimes it's a go with the flow kind of risk. Sometimes yeah. you have nothing but, you know, a sheet of paper and a Sharpie and you're, you're, you've got this concept and maybe you don't even have a concept. You just have a name of a concept, whatever it is, just start. Just do it. Just do it. Just start. And you, you, you can say, if you really are more, maybe more of a pessimist, I'm not. I'm, I am an optimist. Okay? Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah. Um, I'm type A. I'm an optimist. I get it. Yes. Not everyone's like that. Right. If you have that little bit of self-doubt and pessimism, we all have it. Even as me as a type A optimist. Right. I, I'll look at something and go, wow, that's crap. 
That's okay. But you, know? you have to brain dumb sometimes. No, right? but it, I'll, I'll tell you what. The funniest thing is, and, and I was just talking to Jose about that. I said, mm-hmm. you know, even sometimes with, with social media, mm-hmm. you can post a video that maybe you're a second away from not posting because you thought it was horrible. Mm. And then you okay. post it. I did that with the other day. And I just posted a video of that steamer trunk. And it was this, this <laughs> stupid little thing. And I literally just opened the drawer and yeah. made a video. <laughs> and overnight it had a couple thousand views yes. and likes. And I said, what is happening? So just share. So you have so much value to give. So just do it. So that's just what start. it is. So yeah. it's, it's just a matter of just starting and not being overly critical hmm. to yourself. Okay. And to others, so like let's let's uh, let's also be kind to others. Like you're you're probably your own worst enemy, right? When you're an entrepreneur, you really are, and I and I get it. I am the I I can literally probably put myself in the grave, you know? Right. But just do it, no matter what the fears are. Stop the fears from you blocking have to, and you. And sometimes you it. have to pat yourself on the back. Right. If no one else is going to do it, go ahead, pat yourself on the back, tell yourself you're awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, you don't want to do, maybe you don't want to do the cheesy affirmations in the mirror that people do. I, I think it's cool. I don't <laughs> yeah. do it. When I see people do it, I'm like, good for you. Yeah. You know? Just find a thing and you know, make sure you are rewarding yourself and, you know, cheering yourself on, cheering on that inner child, right? <laughs> people go. have more ability than they give themselves credit for. Right, right. And I love it. Children are the same way. You, If you look at a child and, and you give them that negative energy and you, you, you don't look at them in, 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 a nurturing way, right? you're going to hinder them. Yeah. And you can do that to yourself. Yep. So treat yourself. What, something I always tell my patients is like, treat yourself like you would treat your children. Like, would you like talk to your children like the way you're talking to right. yourself right now? Right. You know, you literally have to, you know, take care of yourself. The, your words, your thoughts really can manifest whether they're good or bad. So make sure you're always lo- looking at it at a positive light, right? Yeah. And then what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. You fail. Then you just get Big up deal. and do it again. Big deal. <laughs> yeah. You, you fail. People fail all the time. Take the failures as learning lessons. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Right? All right, Catherine. It was so nice having you. Oh, I love hearing about your story you. and, you know, just have it passing on the torch. Thank you for creating the, you know, the apartment 84 so that I could create the freedom bus. I this love it. This makes me so happy. <laughs> Sitting in here, your energy, the, the vibe that you created, it, it's, it's, it, this is wonderful it's, well, it's it's heartwarming for me thank you me too I, I see the tears in your yeah, eyes I and love like, it I love it I, <laughs> I just love it. it so um tell us where can we find you um where can we find a pop-up mm-hmm. speakeasy um and then you know what are some of your social media handles so that we can keep in touch yeah we're um the website is popupspeakeasy.com all okay. one word the instagram is the same um there's not a lot of content up it's fresh it's new okay um but you'll be seeing a lot coming up in the next weeks right now it's all about progress and creative design that's what what's happening right now awesome so it's a bit of a mess i I show the mess that's good sometimes good so when do you when do you expect to launch when do you think we can um we're gonna do soft launch end of april okay yeah okay Woo! it's coming up can't wait to see it (laughs) all right well thank you so much and um i would love to have you back sometime it was such a great honor and and of um, course oh my goodness thank you you no I'm honored. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.